0: the conversation with the DA leader Musi Maimani. A very good afternoon to you Mr Maimani and thank you so much for speaking to us taking the time to clarify some of these issues for us. Some of the questions which remain for instance, I know in your statement you said that uh, you've agreed that she will vacate her position on all decision making structures of the party including the Federal Executive, Federal Council and Provincial Council. Um, Does this include the DA caucus in the Western Cape?
1: Caucuses focus, focus. Caucuses don't make decisions for parties; they execute a mandate which we give them. And in that instance, for the purposes of government, it's then necessary for that caucus to be able to deliberate on bills that are coming forward and what laws have been have produced. But the caucus itself has no capacity to make a decision for the party, and it's not focused on internal party workings and with direction with that. Mm. So in that instance. The whole country has to attend so that we can deal with what legislation is coming up in the West.
0: But she still remains a member of the Democratic Alliance.
1: Yes, the question was not about termination of membership. The question was about her role, her role in decision-making structures. So she, Helen Zilla, will have no ways of being able to influence the direction of the organisation, speak in any provincial council, federal council, any of the structures of the organisation. And also any other communication that she puts forward that speaks to any national issues will undergo party sign-off processes. And ultimately, I believe that uh, in her quest, uh, having made the public apology, that her conduct will be consistent with that apology.
0: Mm. But does being a deployee of the party, and in this case uh, her continuing being Premier of the Western Cape, not render her as a representative of the party, meaning a deployee, which then pursues and participates in implementing the DA party mandate?
1: Unlike in the ANC, we don't sit back and say, We have a a deployment committee where we pick people and send them to government positions. In the DA, what we do is we go through a rigorous election process. Once that's done, we nominate a premier candidate and we obligate those premier candidates to go and seek out to win votes. So the mandate is on the back of a DA's manifesto given to the votes of South Africa. The removal of a premier, they need a process It requires for us to Terminate uh either membership or removal from government through a motion of no confidence. Now the question we must ask ourselves is has Helen Zilla violated the constitution, stolen money from people? And in that instance that doesn't that doesn't arise. So so we had to I had to then make a decision consistent with our values, due process and the rule of law.
0: No, You've also stipulated that if she wishes to communicate on any other political issues, she will have to abide by the sign of protocols of the Democratic Alliance. What are those?
1: Those require that if you are going to make any statement, for example there's no statement that comes from the province that does not get signed off by a Congress department and make sure that there's authentic uh, authentication and it's consistent with our values. These are the things that we look towards when, 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 when ensuring that our communication amplifies what we're trying to achieve so for example have column all of those types of matters need and require that the party be able to sign off on the
0: issue. There's been criticism on this truce, as it were, one from the ANC which says uh, it, it views this um, as un, uh, an unadulterated defence of white supremacy and privilege, showing that uh, the DA is unprincipled and hypocritical, especially in terms of what it sees as a meaningless token uh, by this agreement. And the EFF equally says that they don't see how they can continue their Partnership if you don't get rid of Helen Zilla once and for all to stamp down your authority and saying these kind of acts are uh, not to be tolerated. What's your response
1: to that? I think, you know, let me reiterate for the listeners. It was, the, the, I think it was the leader of the EFF who stood up and said they have not adopted a policy yet where they are not going to kill white people yet. Now, if that is the stance and you say, Well, that's a defence of something else, I think that's a very dangerous statement. It's when somebody from the ANC calls on people of South Africa to say, Go burn down these houses because white people live in it or in fact that the problems in South Africa remain because of, of white minority capital. These the ANC in particular is a party that has been built on a mobilization process that divides on the basis of race. They are not interested in building reconciliation. It almost feels as though in our country we've lost track of that. And I will not forego that project because once we do, we will sit back and say, Okay, anybody we disagree with one of you, we are not we are going to have an eye for an eye, when ultimately at the end of the day the entire society will become blind. My call simply is let me engage you. Let me hear what you're saying. Why do all that view? Let me let me persuade you differently. Let me ask you that to say that you was offensive. Can you retract and apologize for it? And can we then say, is it better for us to build and reconcile South Africa? Certainly I take a leaf out of Nelson Mandela's book in how we transition in 1994 to a truth and reconciliation process. I think we must never lose track of that. What uh, the ANC are now calling for is clear that they are not the party of Nelson Mandela and have long forgotten those values.
0: Thank you very much, uh, DA leader Moussi Maimani. Listening in on our conversation is independent political analyst uh, Daniel Silk. You've heard what Mr. Maimani has to say. And I'd like to uh, just take from that last bit where he talks about uh, the fact that he believes that the DA should be given a chance, she's apologized. Can they move on with that reconciliation project? How possible is it? Will he be able to convince uh, the black voters, which have apparently gone back to the ANC and some to the EFF following these comments by Helen Siller
2: Yes Hi, good afternoon Look, uh, the, the issue I suppose is that uh, the true test of whether this works will be uh, with voters and how voters vote uh, in 2019 for that matter and frankly how they vote earlier than that in any by-elections that might occur in local government. So I think that the test for the, for the DA will be to overcome in the short term Um, any kind of mistrust or misgivings that voters have, and uh, this is obviously a project the party will have to do now. Uh, I think there's enough in what Mrs. Villas said, and there was enough signs that Maimani had reasserted his leadership. There was enough in that, I think, to uh, at least alleviate the concerns of some voters who might have been vacillating as a result of this uh, unedifying uh, escapade within the D.A., Um, But the proof will be at the polls. And to what extent can the other opposition parties and the ANC continue to try and uh, exacerbate the divisions that uh, have occurred within the DA? Uh, Look, uh, I think, uh, as we say in politics, a week is a long time in politics. Um, So uh, with a view towards 2019, uh, this is a very long time away. A lot of other issues are going to consume us politically, especially issues within the leadership of the ANC, and more broadly speaking, within the ANC as a political party. And this spat within the DA might well simply just not be there as a result of time, firstly, and secondly, uh, Mrs. Zilla really entering the swan song, or end of her pol- political career. And I think what happened today does represent the end of that career, it won't last beyond 2019.
0: Mm-hmm. There are legitimate questions being asked, though, that um, if this wasn't so serious, why then revoke her participation in some of the decision-making organs of the party or platforms and um, still keep her as the Western Cape Premier?
2: Well, I think that uh, the party were looking for a sort of a win-win in a sense to provide her with some sort of dignified way in which to um, remain on in the latter part of her political career. So uh, by not uh, uh, dismissing her immediately, uh, this does afford her a sense of dignity. It also, I think, placates perhaps the DA's more traditional support group, who still largely, I would argue, support Mrs. Zilla. And I think it is also... um, an acknowledgement of the role that Mrs. Villa has played in building up the DA. So on the basis of that, I think it was fair enough, uh, I think, to give her a sort of extended lifeline uh, within the party for the next year or year and a half, as it might be. Um, but look, there has been damage to the brand of the DA. Just how much, we don't know. We mm-hmm. don't know the, how to quantify that particular damage. There have been okay, reports, allow me to but come in It really means really what happens at the polls, and we haven't had that evidence.
0: Allow me to just quickly um, interject, there, uh, Mister Silk. Mm. The d itself released uh, figures over the weekend on the damage to the party. You say you argue that Ms. Zilla still has uh, the bulk of the support. What does this move then? Because others would say it would be. Uh, you yeah, mentioned yeah. reinforcing the leadership role of Musimai Mani Does this decision mean? that the DA will hemorrhage support because of support for Zilla?
2: No, let me make it clear that I think that that, that Mrs. Zilla still has the bulk of support of the traditional support base of the DA, uh, perhaps not uh, newer black voters that the DA wants to specifically attract, but certainly in terms of the, uh, the, the core of DA supporters that have, helps to grow the party, Mrs. Zilla still remains a popular figure amongst that particular group. Uh, For the uh, new support base that the DA wants to attract, yes, I think that this issue has been divisive. It has damaged the DA brand, and I think this issue should have been dealt with, frankly, weeks and weeks ago. It shouldn't have festered like an open wound for the last number of weeks. It has only served to, I think, cause doubt not only about Mrs. Zilla, but frankly also about the leadership of Mr. Maimani. Uh, So both of them, I think, have taken something of a a brand knock in the course of the last few weeks. But I would still argue that uh, we haven't seen ample evidence of this affecting the DA at the poll, simply because we haven't proper polling. We've seen leaks, we've seen various sort of vague reports from the press. And ultimately, as I've indicated, uh, and there's a long way to go to 2019.
0: Daniel Salk is an independent political analyst